This is a previously recorded episode. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my day. time welcome to the nooner show with jay dubs and denise brennan nelson we are broadcasting live from detroit sound studios high above activate gaming in ferndale michigan you can find us at detroitpodcast.com it's nooner time somebody bring me a mirror It's hump day. Hello, hello. Hello. We're off to a a little bit of a rough start because you had a little incident. I did. I'm sorry I'm late. It's okay. You're not going to believe what happened. So I just stopped (laughs) it. You're laughing. It was not my fault. I stopped at Myers, just quick run in, grab something. I would have been here on time. And I'm getting in my car, and there's a big 350 Ford red truck that is rolling and hits me head on. Was yeah. someone in the car or the truck? No, no. no. This poor guy um, got out and forgot to put it in park. Oh. Yeah. So, and you know why he got out? Because he already hit um, uh, the shopping cart. So he was like panicking because his truck was brand new. He just got it Saturday. Oh. So I know. So I'm thinking, okay, my day's not that bad. <laughs> so this poor guy, I, I, I'm watching this truck come at me. I'm like, oh my God. And boom. So I had to stay and wait and do the police. Report oh, you did. I mean, it was bad. Well, I had to. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a little scratch. I did mean, it hurt front. his big old truck? Uh, not really, just the front a little bit, but he just got his truck on Saturday. You know, oh, yeah. that's too bad. And I, it, you know, and I was looking at him like, you know, your first reaction is like, "What the hell are you doing?" And and he said, "I'm sorry, I just, you know, um, I I just hit the shopping cart and I got out, you know, panicking about that and forgot to put it in park." And I said, "Did you have your coffee this morning?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was probably so glad it was you he hit. Well, I said to him, so I told him about the show and I got him booked and we're going to do a show on Distracted Drive. Okay. okay. When you called me and said you'd gotten into a little bit of an incident, accident, uh-huh. I thought, oh, she probably booked him. I did. I had to. It, I mean. This is a nice guy. Felt you and so your bad networking. Distracted driving. I told him he'd be the. He wasn't texting, was he? No, 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 no. Oh. No. Was no. He, how old was he? Oh, gosh. He, I don't know. I would say probably. Um, Maybe late 30s, early 40s. I think what happened was it's a brand new truck. He was, you know, loaded up his groceries. He hit the cart. the, um, And so he panicked and got out and <laughs> forgot to put it in park. <laughs> oh, that's so terrible. Oh, I know. All right. Well, you know what? 
it could have been worse. Oh right? yeah, I, c- I could have been him in hit and several he- things. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because the first thing I said was, "Did you have your coffee today?" He said. Yeah, I had coffee and breakfast. I was oh. like, well, that's good. Was he handling it okay? Or was he really? Oh, yeah, he felt so bad. He kept apologizing. Oh. I said, oh, don't worry about it. I said, I, you know, I don't know. I didn't even know what to do, but I knew I needed a police report because there is some damage. So, oh, boy. Um, yeah, no, I felt bad goes for him. up and all that. Yeah, Godly I gook. know. Well, here's the weird thing. So then he's telling me, I said, it looks like a new truck. He said, yeah, I just picked it up Saturday. And I said, oh, and he told me about a bad accident he got into last month with another truck he had. And I'm just looking at him going, wow. Maybe you should How about take the train. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't have that around here. Well, what about an Uber? Just take yeah. the, you know, don't. I Some don't people know. are prone. And, I, you know, they do say that red vehicles get in more accidents than other color vehicles. They do? Ah, I've heard that several times. Have, I didn't know that. Why would that be? That's well, the one that you notice the most. Yeah, you know? but that's why. It's why the bull people have red capes. You know, there's something about red that makes us, you know, it, oh. it affects our brains. Really? And, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, know Yeah, it elicits, that. you know. Excitement. Yes. Fast. Yes. Carelessness. Yes. I mean, all wow. that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. Huh. I would never get a red vehicle. Ever. See, I used to love red vehicles. Well, yeah, they're they're pretty, you know, and they do stand out. But yeah. if they cause you to get into more accidents, it's not worth it. Oh, that's a good point. Right. Okay. Right. You could paint your bedroom red, but I wouldn't. Uh... <laughs> if that sounds like fun. <laughs> Be right. What would that do? I, I'm not sure. Cause some few fights, probably. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, you know what? I did hear a couple interesting things I just want to talk about before we bring on our amazing guests. So NASA has put a telescope slash spaceship or whatever out into uh, space. Um, I think they launched it in 2009, and it has discovered over 1,200 new planets. Wow. Yes, and they're in what I read, um, what we call, or they call the Goldilocks zone, where water and life might be possible. Wow. 1,200, I think it was 1,284. I I just wrote over 1,200, but Uh if I remember correctly. And they went on to say that some of them are as close, and I thought, oh, like I thought they were going to say really close, and then it said as as close as eleven light years away. So how far is? Well, that? I meant to look up because I don't remember. Does anybody uh-huh. here know how far is a Dave? Are you still out no, there? He probably no. knows. Yeah. Um, how far a light year is away? I don't know. Okay. Wasn't if that our, in that movie? If our CEO is listening, Google um, how far a light year. But, Wasn't that part of that movie, Back to the Future, or something like that? Didn't well, they have something know. to do with light years. I don't know, but I, th- I find it fascinating that, you know, they're finding all these other plants. And then, of course, my imagination yeah. goes crazy. Oh. I wonder, oh, how many, Jessica? Um, it says 186,000 miles per second. I still don't understand any of that. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like it's real close. Well, and it says as close as 11 of those. Oh, so maybe they think that's close maybe that is close. well they do I in, don't know. in terms of space yeah. but again right. that's where it's it's to me intriguing because what we think of as near and far is completely yeah. well, I mean our perspective is so yeah. different than and can you imagine if there are podcast shows going on somewhere else on a different planet and do they have music and do they have yeah. Um, like there could be another nooner show going so, <laughs> on right now <laughs> doubt it no one could do in outer space show. But you know, do they have social media? I mean, are they Facebooking oh. and oh, I don't tweeting know. and yeah, all that? And what are they doing <laughs> if there's people out there? 
I don't know. Interesting. And if, you know, I mean, they think there probably are other, yeah, you know, civilizations, yeah. if you what will. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to imagine. I love at night, you know, not that I do it very often, but when I do, you know, look up at the sky, more often it's in the morning because I get up earlier. <laughs> Usually I go to bed when it's still light out. But to look up at the sky and just think of how far away it is. Yeah. And who's watching you from yeah. there. Ooh. Well, it's that telescope. They call it the Kepler. It's Kepler NASA's telescope. Yeah. So anyways, I just, anyway, I just thought it was interesting and thought I'd bring it up and see if you had any What's thoughts What's interesting on it. that you, you are wondering if they use social media. Because of my yeah, feelings fear. about my Your fear <laughs> of social media. <laughs> it's not a fear. You know, I still, it's an awareness. We're still not Facebook friends. Did you know that? So I'm starting to think this relationship is not real anymore. <laughs> okay, well, so there is this British anthropologist. His name is Robin Dunbar. And he noticed this correlation between brain size and the amount of um, people we could have in our lives and have a relationship with them. Yeah. And he found that it was about 150 for humans. But then he found layers and the layer closest to us came out to like 4.1. In other words, we could have 4.1 BFFs in our life. Right. Um, and then, you know, obviously as the circle got bigger, we right. can, you know, more more acquaintances and yeah. things like that. But if that's true, and apparently there's a lot being talked about it right now, um, this whole idea that we have all these friends, friends. Yeah. in different layers, right. it, isn't, it can't be. Right. I mean... They're not really friends. I mean, what's the definition of BFF? Well, you and I, I agree that you can't have too many BFFs no, unless no. you're Taylor Swift. <laughs> why does she have a lot of BFFs? Well, she talks about it, doesn't she? How many BFFs she has? Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what well, I see, hear. See, I think that's used lightly, though, BFF. I mean, right. you know, best friend forever. Right. I mean... True love always. Did you ever do that little oh, that yeah. acronym? Well, you know what's funny <laughs> is when when the kids first started, to, when texting, you know, yes. and people would text LOL, I, I didn't understand because I always thought that meant lots of love. Right. <laughs> and I didn't know why I was getting people saying LOL. It was like lots of love. That's, Thank you. Yeah, that's really weird, but okay. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. That's sure. like you almost said love you to me on the phone today. I did. Yeah. Oh, you love caught you. that? Yes, I did. You go, love, 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 love you. I used to talking to my family. Well, you can say it to me. All right. You love me. Well, no, we're on not, some level. Hey, you love me. I do, but you yeah. know what? We're not friends on Facebook, so I I don't know that this is a real relationship anymore. <laughs> okay, so I got a Facebook page, yeah. sort of. Uh, and, are you incognito or what? Well, everybody um, that I mentioned it to said you're going to hate it, and okay. and I uh, and I thought, okay, there's a reason I haven't done it for so long. Yeah, maybe I need to listen. Now we talk about intuition right. and listening and. I don't know. Do you love it? You know what? I I don't love it. And I had hesitations like you did. In fact, I wouldn't have gotten a Facebook page if it weren't for you saying I had to have one. And then, of course, a year later, you still don't have one or you do. And now you won't add me. I'd rather tweet. Oh, shut up. You don't know. You don't even know what Twitter is. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Or Snapchat. I'd rather take photos and say, oh, there's Jackie. You know how to do you know how to Snapchat? Well, I could learn. Okay, but you don't, so that's my point. But Snapchat and tweeting are a lot, I think, quicker. Right, Jessica? 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't actually use either. I use Facebook all the time. It's but I the need same to thing though. It's all just connecting media. and sending stuff out. You know, I think from a business standpoint, it, it right. you have to do it right. or it works. Right but from a personal, so, so, yeah, personal social right. Know. Right. No, but I think you're right, though. From a business standpoint, you do have to. I mean, it, that's how everybody communicates right. today. And and I can't wait to ask our guest because don't you feel like everybody agrees that from a from a advertising social standpoint, yeah. you have to do it. So we'll, we're going to have to ask Danny all about that because he probably knows more than we do. Yeah. You know what, though? <laughs> this is interesting. You're talking about um, Snapchat. Right. And Instagram. They, they're saying that. Um, Facebook and social media can tell if your relationship is going is not going to work out based on um, if you overdo it with Snapchats and um, selfies. That's what really? they were talking about. Yeah, and if you're if you post that you're in a relationship and um, gosh, I can't remember everything else that went with that. But the more you talk about being in the relationship and posting those pictures and everything else the higher the chances are that the relationship will not last. Really? Yeah. See, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And again, there's the con right. to putting so much out there. Leave right. a little mystery. Leave a little, <laughs> right. let people... Leave your clothes on. Right. Yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know somebody that broke up with someone recently, or, well, he broke up with her, but she posted a lot mm-hmm. on Facebook. Now, I don't have Facebook, so I heard about it, but it was sort of um, hard for people to, it made them feel sorry for her, but Uh not in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you really want people feeling sorry for you and like you're the victim on family? But people do that. I don't understand that. Right. I don't understand why you do that. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. uh, You know, but you feel like you're pouring your soul out and is that a good thing? It is amazing how many people are comfortable doing that on Facebook. And and when you think about it, it's not like those are really all your close friends. Right. Those 5,000 people are not your close friends. And can it backfire on you or have... The, <laughs> yeah. My only point is, is being aware of the pros and the cons. Right, right. You know, and then just figuring out if, you know, long term. Let's face it, everything has... a. Um, you know, right. There's two. There's right. both. Right. Right. Um, so okay. So um, are you going to add me on Facebook or no? Or <laughs> well, what? I put the halts to it. What? Well, I told Becca to lay back because I didn't know if I wanted to do it after everybody told me I was going to hate it. You know, I'm not <laughs> listening to you anymore. Seriously, you do this to me all the time. You need to have it. Blah blah blah. blah blah. You know what? Blah, blah. Go see me on Facebook. I don't know. I'll, maybe yeah. I will. Yeah, go see me, and you're not there. I used to say that to people too. Just look me up. Yeah, look me up. Call me. You know, I love to chat. Yeah. Speaking of chatting, you know what time it is, right? Yes. Yeah. It is well, our favorite time. I know it is our favorite mm-hmm. time. So I get to ring the bell. Woohoo! It's the what? What's the wish segment? I can't wait to talk to our guest. So this segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented and gutsy individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. Today's guest exemplifies how the power of the mind can control and influence the body. At the age of 21, he was diagnosed with Tourette's. For some, that news could have hindered their dreams. But for singer-songwriter Danny D, just the opposite happened. In fact, he embraced it and used it to his advantage. Danny D shifted his focus on the music, writing and singing the stories of his world. His music and live stage performances have earned him rave reviews and led him to perform with some of the biggest music icons in the world. 
Today, Danny D. uses his music as a way to inspire others. Welcome to the show, Danny D. Hey, thank you very much. Hi, Danny. So what do you think about social media? (coughs) Are you a big fan? Well, basically for for me, it's mostly the music, you know, once I post my kids or something, you know, or being out somewhere, but... Uh, it's 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 necessary. Yeah, know? yeah. And, and and you're right. It can hurt a lot of people. People go for jobs, and it's like first thing people they looked up the Facebook book. You know, and they're That's partying, and they're all point. drunk. So I'm not hiring you, depending on what kind of job. I've right. had people, I've had friends actually change the last name a little bit <laughs> because they didn't because they went for jobs and they weren't getting any calls. And the minute they did that, they got calls. You know, that's something else I. Forgot about that. Companies do that. They look up to see, right? Oh, yeah. Where, what, what do you really like? Yeah, we'll find that on Facebook, right? Exactly. All right. So, Danny, we've got a lot to talk about here, and we have some great songs to listen to today. Um, you've had a heck of a career. Um, so let's go back a little bit and and, and talk about <laughs> the beginning for you. I mean, when you were young, um, you, there were s- signs of. Uh, Tourette's, but it was not diagnosed until you were 21. Is that correct? All right. Yeah. Um, right around second grade, I started making a tick. You know. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, and I didn't really care. Uh, second grade teacher, she was kind of, you know, the nuns, you know, in Catholic school. <laughs> oh, yes, I had those nuns. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I uh, didn't. So I, I, she wasn't real uh, easy to get along with. But as I went through. School, I didn't, I didn't, you know, it's a funny, it never bothered me because my goal was always to be somebody, you know, and Catholic school where I went, you know, it was like, you're cool, I'm cool, he's kind of like this rock star kid, he's, they're all crazy, just, so they never mess with me, you know, <laughs> wore a leather jacket, hung around with the bikers when I, it was a tough boxing, you know, so I never had a really problem in school, um, you know, I never really thought of it as a problem. I, it was kind of weird until my dad had rheumatoid arthritis, so when he, he always read Prevention Magazine. So I was 21, playing in a band. He's like, hey, you you got this, I think you got this problem, Tourette's, and I'm reading this magazine. I we died and we found out what it was, so I didn't really know what I had. You wow. Know, you walk around swearing, you know, doing all kind of weird crap, you know. It's, so, but, so, but it never bothered me. I mean, I never even thought of it as a problem. Wow. Okay, so, um, but... Um, because was that sort of like, did it fit sort of with the rock star image anyway? I mean, did it, you know, were you able to, I guess, mask it because of being in the the rock world? Do you think that maybe that's why that didn't bother you? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, cause it, you know, um, when I sing and I play, I don't do it. Right. Right. So when I, uh, always want to be an entertainer, I seen, uh, I think it was the Beatles when I was 12 years old. Playing, playing Hey Jude or something on TV, and yeah. I looked at my dad. I said, "That's what I'm going to be." How old were you then? Ten or twelve. Oh. They were playing Paul McCartney singing. I said, "I'm going to be. I'm going to be like him." Huh. Were you Were you involved in music at, at a young age? Yep, had a guitar, took lessons and stuff. I wanted to play my own, play piano. You know, uh, entertained. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I like to entertain. You know, I'm good on stage, so it's like it doesn't bother me when I'm on stage. I don't even think about it. A lot of people that have Tourette's are in the entertainment world, the artistic world, somewhat of a creative world, which makes their their mind expand a little more, which kind of gets them away from the Tourette's. But sometimes I'll listen to interviews or watch myself in shows, and I'll see myself 
do something and it's, I, I don't even it's like Mick Jagger you know I'm all over the yeah. place if I'm, yeah. jer- if I'm jerking you can't tell if it's a jerk if it's an entertainer right he's just crazy yeah it works I mean, out perfect so it kind of just works out and people like to watch whatever I'm going to do next you know because they don't really know I don't even know so I mean it's I mean you've had you've performed with some big names big names and collaborated as well too um now when you you did shows with uh you know, uh, like Eddie Money and um, Steven Tyler and stuff like that. W- were you nervous that, you know, some of the symptoms were going to come out on stage? Like, did you feel like you needed to tell people ahead of time or no? No, I didn't. I never I never told any of them. That's great. You just got Some out. of them knew. Some of them didn't. Some didn't really care because once we started singing, uh, I did a show. <laughs> Connecticut. Um, we were warming up uh, doing a practice with Roger Daltrey and mm-hmm. we did Bob O'Reilly and I have a video of it, and it just nailed it. And uh, he didn't notice it. We just kind of sang on stage together. You know, Roger Daltrey from The Who, I mean, you know. Yeah. Sang for uh, Dream On to Steven Tyler. And wow. I don't, my attraction was doing the best show I could, so I forgot about Tourette's. I was like, I got I to gotta show these people I can do this. Yeah. And I nailed the song. Played with Paul Stanley. I mean, it's, 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 it's a Playboy Mansion. We played with Steven Tyler. He was there. A lot of lot of things. Uh, it doesn't bother me. So how did uh, how matter. did uh, how did all this stuff come about? Like how did you get to the Playboy Mansion? How did you um, get to perform with some of these big names and collaborate? Well, I own a, a vending company, and you know the digital jukeboxes you brought you see on the wall. Yeah, I was one of the pioneers of bringing those into America. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. Really? So, uh, so digital world, and we had. Uh, Digital jukebox all over. We have pool tables and stuff, you know, so that's what kind of what I do. That's what pays the bills, actually, you know. Um, so, I mean, as you as I, I got along, I mean, they're going to give us an award for in Vegas for the, the jukebox stuff, you know. So Gene Simmons was presenting. And oh, wow. I, as I walk in the door, I can I can see his lips going, what's what's Rod Stewart doing here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's Danny D. That's the guy, one of the guys you're going to give an award to. So I got a picture. He pulls me over and he grabs my cheek. He was doing his reality show. I think he included me in one of his segments, you know, of, of the the Touch Tune series. But uh, I, I, through that time, I said, so "You should do this Rod Stewart thing." I said, "Nah, my mom, I was opening up for Cracker on Thanksgiving, doing a lot of shows. I would throw a, a Rod song in there because I do look. I change a jacket, maybe do Maggie May. So I kind of, yeah, maybe I should try this. I don't know if it helped me or hurt me, but we do pack the house, and I was related. And look wise and voice line, yeah. voice wise. So anyway, so I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. So it turned into the Rod Show, which still we did originals. But uh, a while back, uh, Freedom Hill Amphitheater, they called me up. And we used to rent motorhome. And they said, we need these motorhomes for the, the, the stars that come in in the back. I said, well, so we got some more and we would rent them as dress room. Oh, wow. So I said, well, that's okay as long as I can. Hang out, be there, you know, make sure there's nothing wrong, you know. Yeah. So here I am meeting all these promoters, these stars, and hanging out with all the, the big shots, and they come in, so I'd be right there, you know, and, and he was this guy. And so I got to meet a lot of people that way, and kind of was my my plan, plus we made a little money off it. And so you networked the music through that? Well, that was a good stepping stone, actually. Mm-hmm. There was uh, one of the guys that ran it, uh, Kevin Cassie, real good guy, and, he said, you know, you should go check out this David Fishoff guy. He has this thing where he, it's a, it's a rock thing where he brings in all these stars. You you go there, you meet him. 
So I, I did that, and I got Stephen Talk, 2008. So I meet him, we become friends, you know, and talk. I'm singing Dream On in front of like I think MTV with it. So I, you know, it's on the internet, and I'm Dream On, thinking of screams and whole thing. So we got to know each other, and as they would invite me back to these things, and I meet Roger Daltrey, Paul Stanley. Wow. So I become friends with these people, Mark Farner. Wow. Uh, <laughs> me and Mark wow. Farner did a duet yeah. uh, on my prior record. And I worked with the Silver Bullet Band, like most of the members, like right. Sean Murphy, uh, Drew Abbott, Elton Reed, you know, on wow. the record. Uh, it's the one before this last one. <laughs> and a lot of guys respected me as a singer and entertainer, so I got to know them. I got to, could call them on the telephone, and a lot of these people wow. kind of put me in, in the realm. At least I figured, well, if I never really make it, which I'm not going to quit, I'm, at least I knew I could stand Next to this guy and sing Bob O'Reilly and him look at me go, oh my God. And Steven Tyler, you're going to hit the high parts. And I'm hitting him. And wow. <laughs> so I knew in my heart that I can do this and I yeah. can stand there. So I've worked many angles and the music business has changed. Yeah. 50 year old. I mean, when the internet came out, it's not like there's no more rock stars and no more hit records. You can't put on CKLW and right. W4 and whatever they had. Hear all the, the new hit. Right. They're all, you know, I mean, what do you play? I play Spotify. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I play the oldie stations because I'm an older person. So, I mean, I, I, there's no more, uh, there's no more, the oomph's gone. I mean, it's, a lot of it's programmable. It's, it's not original. Manufactured. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's still the old bands that team up now because a lot of the older crowds going off. The younger kids are, a lot of my, like my kids are, Dad, you know, did so I ever hear this band called Journey? I said, no. <laughs> Man, they're really good, and we're going to see them. I said, well, they're kind of older. Is that, we like this song, the yeah. Detroit City. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy to see that because I think music, I would like to see my kids I grew up in them Tramic houses are 10 feet away. Yeah. Pardon. I would like my kids to have seen that, which that'll never happen, but at least enjoy some of that older music. And I'm not knocking a new music. Right, right, right. I like rap. I like country. I got a little country here. Right. I like my, on my record, I got some country, some rock, some Americana, and some pop. Yeah. And so they asked me what my genre is. I call it crap. It spells crap. I was just going to ask you what your genre is. Well, I mean, I, mean, I got four things. I said, <laughs> oh, it, it does crap. He, yeah. Yeah, it's well, spelled. I spelled out to my drummer once. My drummer the acronym. Was, he said, That's Paul, <laughs> I said, well, it's con- we got country rock. Put this down, Americana pop. He goes, that spells crap. I said, I never thought of that. That's, That's your genre. So it's I, a new I gotta genre. I got to give him credit for that, you know. So my genre is crap. Okay? That's great. And, that's, and I put it on everything. but uh, The best crap. The best <laughs> crap. So let's talk about um, your songwriting. Okay. Uh, this uh, last call, I, I can't get over how um, open you are. Uh, with your storytelling. Yeah, with your storytelling. With your songwriting. Uh, yeah, with your songwriting. Um, and uh, Did you write all the songs yourself on last call? Uh, nice CD. One of them, I um, uh, can't remember what it, what it is. Um, I, uh, I, funny, I was in a, I was at the. Thanks, Jessica. Uh, we did a song with it to play uh, Boy Mansion, and it's called the the the. the uh, uh, Boy Man. And uh, I want to live in the Playboy Mansion. I want to live in the yeah, Playboy yeah, and, Mansion. Uh, and actually, uh, with some of the campers there, and a couple of big uh, Teddy Andreas from uh, Guns N' Roses, Zigzag Teddy, and a couple other people. Um, so we did this song, and so I'm at home, and I'm, well, you know, I got to read this song. I I love the song. I got to, how do I, so I, I said, the only guy I know, you know, that I, I've known, I worked in the studio with, actually, in a 
prior record, we did the You Wear It Well, uh, which is a Rod Stewart song, which is kind of what I do. I tell like so <laughs> Robbie Robbins from the Silver Bullet Band he used to be in. I was working with him on a record. <laughs> so I'll just call Rod's guitar for Paul and we'll, So we called him in, and he did a couple songs with us and some lead. Very good guitar player. Wow. So we did that song, and then a few years later, we kept in touch. So I'm sitting on my deck by my boat. I go, hey, text Paul. Say, Paul, I got this one song, you know, you're playing Great. Now, I'd like to help you finish this song. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, we're in Europe right now at Rod Stewart. You know, I'll call you when I get in town. I said, well, well, I... So we wound up getting together, and <laughs> I played a song for him. He said, what else you got? I got this other one. Uh... So he says, well, I'm working on this little lick. And was... So I start taping it, writing words down. We're writing words and taping. Well, that's good. You know, what did I say? Well, I got it on tape. So we're taping all this stuff. We started off. So let's do four songs. <laughs> Then one of being six songs, and before you know it, we wound up being uh, uh-huh. nine songs. And, wow, and, and, and the wow. Playboy Mansion never made it on a record because it was so different. Because wow. we, well, you know, it's, I'll just make a single out of that one because of the collaborators on it. I want to get no issues with yeah. copyrights. <laughs> so the song, uh, some some of the songs were uh, like written by Paul, and most of them were collaborated by myself and Paul Warren, who actually. Was Richard Marx is a musical director? He played with Tina Turner. Wow! Uh, he played with Joe Cocker, and then he wound up with Rod Stewart. So, and, did um, he come here to Detroit, or well, he lived in I think it was Plymouth. Oh, okay. He lived here. He lived oh, okay. Here. And but it was one of the best experiences. I've learned more about recording in a studio from Paul in seven, eight months than I learned all my life. I mean, wow! Really, the guy is uh, great. We got to be great friends. He actually moved to Nashville, and we still talk and. We'll probably collaborate again and get together, but this record came out of it, and it's funny. We're doing the cover, and and him and, him and his wife were tired. Goes well. Uh, I was not putting these jackets on. He said, "No, no, you know, no. I got to do my hair." I said, "No, no, no. Grab that sweater. Grab these shoes. We're gonna find an old." Building. I love the shoes. <laughs> so do I. I love the shoes. Put the hat. Had a, I said, well, no, no, I want to look. I said, no, 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 this is different. So he winds up, you know, and we do this. This is how the picture came out, sitting in front of an old gas station on six miles somewhere in Detroit. No kidding. Wow. That's a great cover. Look at the back. I know. It's got an old accordion. It's got oh, an old soy machine, rocking oh, yeah. chair. Yeah, it, it actually worked out really well. Well, and, you know, I do feel like I'm sitting across from Rod Stewart. Can I, I know. <laughs> so I know. if we, we walked out, we should take him to a restaurant in Ferndale and yeah. walk in. Rod and, Stewart's here? Right. Seriously. He would like a private Step aside, table. please. Yeah. He's like, you're like his doppelganger. <laughs> yeah. or I don't really try. You know what? When I started out doing Rod, I mean, I, I got a raspy voice. and <laughs> Yeah. I love Rod Stewart. I know. <laughs> when I was younger kid. In my garage, I painted my mic stand, my mic stand white because I liked white. And I find out we're a lot of like and even uh, in the studio. Paulie, man, you guys are a lot of like how you had your little table and you got to have this and you got to have that. Really? And he made a comment out when he's wearing white shirts. And I, so we had a, we're a lot of like. Yeah. My hair, yeah, I fluff it up a little bit, whatever's kind of left, but. <laughs> You gotta, I spend more on my hair than people spend on house payments sometimes. <laughs> well, your hair looks so good. do I. <laughs> your hair looks really good. So I mean, uh, and then I was I was at a concert in 2009. Went front row and had my jacket on. He actually grabs me. He pulls me on stage. We finished the show. With, do you think I'm sexy? We it's online and uh, yeah, I saw that. 
So I was the envy of all tribute artists. That's what I heard. Who gets, wow. who gets pulled up? Uh, you know, yeah, on, no kidding. You know, DT Energy, 16,000 people, packed house, you know. And wow. They're screaming. And How fun. Was, so then I, I I took it to another level, and it was kind of hard to pick a genre after that. I was like, what is you? What? what, what <laughs> We're not looking for a rod artist. So I, so I do, right? We do before 80s, we do 90s. So you get you get that that claim, label or it, right label right, <laughs> which is good in a book. Which is you know we we play a lot of casinos and stuff, and people that realize we do 80s, 90s. We do a Motown set, you know. Yeah, we do a lot of things. I just don't do three hours of rod. Right now, maybe we do eight songs and we'll mix it up. He'll sing, we'll sing yeah. we'll do Motown, and and we do a lot of different things. <laughs> But my goal is actually to really do this. Yeah. Right. And I feel this year is going to be a, a really good year for this last call because it took a while to get it out and I'm it's just starting to come I'm, so, I'm like it's measured three times cut once here because the the music industry is so different today. It's just not like you can't get radio play. I mean, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and where would they play it, you know, unless right. I've already well unless you got you've sold 100,000 records and can prove it, we might consider it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's hard to go platinum anymore. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, let's. Like you go 500 records, that's like paper. A thousand is like cardboard. <laughs> I named my own. 1,500 <laughs> would be like, uh, uh, you know, uh, tin foil. Press, press or... <laughs> tin foil. Okay. And then what would be 2,000? I, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, went, I went plywood. Okay. Plywood. 2,000 is like plywood. Okay. Oh, so we, that, yeah. I start my own little, you know, oh, <laughs> yeah, so like funny. the crap thing, you know. What oh, I mean? that's funny. So, I, so when I can go plywood, I think I'll have a shot at yeah. it. <laughs> so right now you have tin foil up on your walls. And <laughs> but, you know, I looked well, on your website. I mean, you've got a lot. You do a yeah. lot. Yeah, you really do. I mean, you've got you a lot of gigs booked too. Yeah, we're booking them. It's they're they're starting to come out of the woodwork right now. I, I got a great band. I mean, I got Marty Saxon Montgomery. He used to play Wild Cherry. He played a funky music. White boy. He played. Oh with, wow. He played with Sly uh, <laughs> and Family Stone. Out some of the biggest people ever. Wow. Uh, James Nemi, <laughs> California trained. We have uh, Robert Joner on bass. Wow. Was with the Blue Pigs. Played with a lot of all star acts. You know. Uh, Great singers, uh, Bridget Grace, who played with Aretha and a few others, backup vocals, and Paul Skorsky on drums, and uh, I forget anybody. So you got Andrew. a big band. What's the name of the band? <laughs> Danny Dean of Vagabonds. Va- so what's Vagabonds? We're, what is it? Well, that? we were looking for a name at one time, and, and so we were going over some Rod stuff, and I had to say, well, well watch this Vagabond tour, because this this, oh. this is where we'll try to dress and got to look at when we're doing Vegas and other places. Okay, well, that's good. But we need a name, you know. And I said, well, you know, and I can't remember who showed. Well, why don't we just call ourselves the Vagabonds? I, that's a great idea, you there know, you the, the Vagabonds. So that's how it kind of came to. So anyway, I got a thing called Vagabond Records now. And I can, and well, you know, Vagabonds kind of like a guy with a stick in the back. Right. They're just kind of right. walking down the street. Traveling. And that's what every musician is anyway, unless right. they make it big. Right. And, and if they make it big, they may have two bags and a stick. <laughs> Because the way it looks, ain't if they get paid. to the plywood. nobody's getting paid till you're like, you <laughs> yeah, know, right. You know, I mean, true. come on. Um, well, but you've been able to for, I, I mean, obviously a very long time, make a living, enjoy, <laughs> love what you do, right? I mean, I, I always love, wonder, like, how do you measure success or, right. or what's making it big? I mean, right. I know, right? I know the answer. What make? I mean, it it's kind of funny. I've, I've been on stage with so many people here, and people were like, "I want your autographs." Well, you're Danny D. Well, I'm nobody. No, I've seen you on the, all these people. So I kind of underplay myself. And I had a lady friend come and say, you're bigger than you really think you are. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, 
And I said, well, maybe I am. I don't give myself enough credit. You know, it's right. like with the Tourette's and the <laughs> – never. how could you deal with that? And as of a couple of years ago, I thought, you know what? I did deal with a lot. I, I was kept – one time I was doing this. And I, broke, and I go to the doctor and said, I got this pain here. So you got three broken ribs. I'm going, well, wow. why did I get that? He goes, well, you're banging your ribs. I said, I can't break a rib. Like, see, a thousand times a day you can when I was wow. a younger kid. So there's a lot of – I put a lot of abuse on myself, you know. Right. <laughs> like, right. we'd open for a show, guys. Ain't you, you going to warm your voice up? And I've been, huh. I've been, I've been making noises all morning. I, I, I sang four concerts already, man. Oh, wow. I'm all warmed up. Let's go. You know. <laughs> I mean, you already wow. did your sound check, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I did sound check a long time ago. You look at I feel like a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest here. <laughs> you know, where am I going from here? You know. Well, listen. Let's play American Pride right now, and then we're going to talk about that.
Awesome song. Yeah, we yeah, love that song. Absolutely. And it's it's our sip on this inspiration. But yeah. we do want to point out, because we were talking about this a little bit while we were listening to that song, that um, there is another Danny D. So if you go to um, read more about our Danny D. Can I call you our Danny our D? Our Danny yeah. D. Our Danny D. Nooner, the Nooner D. The Nooner. The Nooners. The Nooners. <laughs> Danny D. Um, okay, so our Danny D. If you put D, the Nooner in front of it, you might get mixed up with the other <laughs> well, Danny D, though. Right, because yeah. our Danny D is Danny D Live. Go to yes. DannyDLive.com. The other Danny D, I, I was um, looking again last night. I wanted to read some more about our Danny D, and I punched in Danny D, and up came this British porn star. And I was like, what? So then you researched him. <laughs> right, so I thought, well, we'll have him on the show at a later date. <laughs> sure. Um, but I'm like, Wow, what are the chances yeah. that our Danny yeah. D could also be a British porn star? <laughs> I don't know if that he, helps me he or kind hurts of looks me. British, doesn't Actually, he? Does. Sounds a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be a very big piece to cover. <laughs> that I mean, no pun intended. No pun intended. Or pun intended. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure. All right. So our Danny D is Danny D live. live. Okay. That's, and he l- does look a lot like Rod Stewart. Yes. Yeah. And um, sounds like Rod And sounds Stewart. a lot. Right. Not, even not saying the other Danny D may have. Some characteristics. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I, I to, did I not to, research. I have to, to read up on him. Like. Right. So anyway, we just played American Pride, and um, it's on his CD called Last Call. Um, and how can people get this? DannyDLive.com. Okay, and they can order the CD, right? Yeah, DannyDLive.com. There's a, there's a buy section. You can click on it and buy it there. Okay. I can send it direct. You can go to iTunes and just download the one song. Okay. Danny D, American Pride. I mean, okay. And you have Facebook, website. Um, yeah, if you go if you go to DannyDLive.com, you go to the bottom, you got every every, every link you can get to. Perfect. Uh, except for Snapchat. I got to get in that Snapchat. I just yeah. heard a lot about that. Uh, well, you've been taking yeah. pictures already, so you'd probably be really good at Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. I got to check that out. I hear a yeah. lot of stars are doing it now. Well, yeah, you just need to hire somebody to do all that for so you. I know. Let's talk about real quick before we go on to a, a few more questions here. But uh, the sip on this. Okay. So, you know, we try to find a drink that or make a drink, create a drink that fits our guest. And um, so I was, I don't even know how I came up with this, but um, I, oh, I know I read on the news or heard on the news that Budweiser is renaming its beer yeah. starting May 23rd, America. You need to what? link up with them. Yeah. Which is um, so I went to the store thinking, well, maybe I'll get, maybe there'll be some. The labels what? will also feature phrases from the Star Spangled Banner and the Pledge of Allegiance. 
which I think is is pretty interesting. Um, what I find interesting is that Budweiser sold to a Belgian beer maker in 2008. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Uh, why, why is it America? I know, but because apparently I, I Americans. was wondering about that worldwide, how that would go over. Well, that's a great question. I mean, I don't know. Do they sell Budweiser everywhere? Probably Rather. not. It's not. It must, it's kind of crappy oh. beer, in my opinion. Now that I've like learned what good beer tastes like. Well, well, oh, well, but, don't tell me that. I brought Budweiser. Oh, uh, well, no, there's a lot of people that like Budweiser. I'm just not one of those people. Well, while we were listening but, to the song, yeah. um, you you mentioned that uh, you uh, have worked with Janelle Stone, right? Or yeah. you're good friends with her. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to her. She was on our show. Um, yeah, she's great. Back in yeah. November, and she's right. a great. She's guest. great. She's going to do well. I always, yeah. I always knew she would do very well. Yeah, yeah very driven, hard worker. Yeah. Um, okay, so of this uh, CD, last call. W- which song do you th- is your favorite? Would you say? I mean, you have some really um, turn my life around. Friendship never dies. Very personal songs. Um, well, know. you know, I, I've sent these songs all to professional people and paid for con- over, you know, oh, that's fifty a- major record people and paid to have this done. And the song that came out on top that's being played on uh, Academia, it's it's like <laughs> internet radio. You don't really get paid, but it's being played. Uh, it's the one that got away. It's about a, you know, uh-huh. you meet a girl or a guy in high school and you kind of wind up going your own ways and you see that person on the street. Oh my God, whatever. I, that's the one that got, whatever happened to that one? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the one out of all the songs. People could relate to that yes. probably. That they said they never heard a song like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, uh, true. Searching came in second. Um, American Pride came up, but it was a political American song, and not saying that it was couldn't wouldn't be number one song, but it was right. like third because of the the writers. Well, we heard it's American song, but you know they they voted it registered some voted it highly, so I consider those the top three. Okay, so <laughs> uh, but my life without you is kind of a favorite for me because it has a personal meaning behind it. Oh. It's, a, it's a really good one. Oh, my so, life without you. Um, well, let's talk about that one then. Um, do you want to tell us who it's about or not really? Well, it was inspired by a, a lady that uh, is a, a very good friend of mine. Does she I, know that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Right. But okay. the, you don't have the to say The inspiration of the song <laughs> with what was going on in everybody's life kind of came as, what would you say to somebody that <laughs> that meant so much to a person? And, and everybody can relate to that, no matter who it is, whether it's the one or not. How can you explain yourself to a woman or a man about how much you care about that person? Oh. And mm-hmm. as we were writing it, uh, and uh, we, we shared it, you know, and he came up with a lot of good lines. And Paul could actually see my feelings and how I wanted to make this the best love song ever. You yeah. Know? He was really up on top of it, the guitar and... We got a head of sax in there, and actually was going to pick it as one of them to play today, but I, uh-huh. I didn't. You know? Well, what about um, "Searching All My Life"? D- talk about that one. What um, what were you searching for? <laughs> Started well with the rhythm, you know, and I guess that's just the first lyrics that came because I was, I, I, I'm, a, I'm pretty much uh, my other three records. I'm a love songwriter, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. <laughs> 
those are the first words that came out uh, just to, by the rhythm, and it just went from there because I guess my subconscious mind was just I've been searching. I'm, I'm constantly going, trying not to give up, not to do this, do this. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there, you know, and I, I, I believe that I can do this and be be big and even in this world because at my age – it's like, well, hey, look at this guy. He never gave up. Right, <laughs> right. You don't have to be 19 years old to make it today or 16 or 21. You can do this and, then, you know, write a book and, and talk to because I'm a good speaker. Talk to, hey, go for your dreams. Don't give up. You right. never know. I mean, you don't have to be – if you just want to be a good parent, be a good parent. You just want to – you want to <laughs> be good at your job or, or whatever you want to do. You know, just you can do it. You don't have to – nobody has to be the big star. You can be the songwriter. You, I mean, you don't have to you, – you just whatever. You just have to be on a big scale. Right. But, but I'm not saying, oh, Dandy says I got to be a rock star, so I'm going to leave my family. And no, you know, you got to take care of your business. But if you want to be somebody, you have to go out and get it, and you have to believe it, and be sure you actually want to be that person. And that is your mission right now, really, right? I mean, is that – would you say that you're, you're, you're doing that through your music right now is – you know, you want to get that message across to people. Yeah, write a, write a book. I always thought if I can get a hit song, so I can get notoriety and get out there. And then from there, maybe I did it backwards. Maybe I should get uh, write the book first, and then maybe I'd get the hit song. You never know. Well, she, I don't know if you know about Denise, but she's an award-winning author. She has 19 children's books out. So I don't know. Yeah. Right. I love oh, your, I really talk because I don't even know where to start. Right, I, I was love looking your up, message. I'm trying to find a book, how to write a book for dummies. And I, You're like I don't know where buzzy. to. I don't know where to start because. <laughs> well, I'm a dummy. Writing <laughs> stuff down. I mean, you know, it's like uh, what what kind of book did you want? It's not that different than than you know, songwriting. songwriting. Really? <laughs> what what kind of a book did you want to write? About myself. Okay. And about how to encourage other people to learn by. I mean, I was never worried about Tourette. I mean, God forgive the people who have cancer. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I'm like, this is going to kill me unless I have a knife in my hand and I jerk and stab myself. That's why I have all my knives have rounded edges. Don't, that's I'm not joke. sure if I, I should, I should laugh I should have some with rounded edges. That's what my family's probably saying. I'm sure they do. So if this is what I got to deal with, I'm, I'm fine with it because it's, it's, it's okay with me. Yeah. I'm not going to cry. It's... Better heart disease or other diseases that are out there. Yeah. You know, it's questionable. Me, I'm just going to walk around, you know, saying words and well, I don't really do that anymore, but I'm making noises. And So is is that, is that, do you think the next step for you is, is writing a book? Writing a book? Writing a book. Uh, I got something else in the works that is going to be really big. I can't really talk about it, but uh-huh. it's something. We're going to have to have you back, right? It's, yeah, by September, you'll you'll hear about it. It's, oh, it's, really? I, I'm signed not to say anything about it until okay. it's ready. It's 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 about it's about life. It's 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 really good. Oh, it'll exciting. include my songs. It'll include a lot of things. We we've been working on it for six months with some uh, people, and oh, that's and great. It's funny, and it's going to be really cool. It, so, it shows the uh, the real side of Danny D. Is this going to are you announcing it in September or releasing it in September, or maybe sooner? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. We're waiting to we're waiting to get things moving. Okay, they're moving, but I have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Because I understand. If people pick it up, then they they want to be the ones. Is it easier to tell? Like so many of your songs are um, heartfelt and personal, and and basically you telling your story. Is it easier? Could you say those things in words to people? Or is it just a lot easier? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm great talking to people. I mean, I'll, and I'll talk about 
relationship to anybody, I'm that's I'm good at that. Okay. I, I mean, I've always had that inner sense. I mean, t- to be able, to, life is really simple. Keep it simple, stupid. You know. But we complicate. It's called kiss. Our old boss used to say that life is really simple, but we screw it up. Yeah, that's true. Not not necessarily screw it up. Sometimes think too much out of the box, yeah. you know, and, and it's okay. That's what makes dreams come true. But personal life, it's it's, it's simple, you know. I, I've been married before. We didn't get along, so we got divorced. But we're all still friends. I mean, it didn't work. You, you can't, you know, I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm like, this, this isn't working. If we're going to be, you know, we have to figure this out. It's not going to yeah. work. I mean, I got kids. Kids are all good. They're grown. I got one you that's a minister. five kids. Yeah, I, I adopted you? two in my last marriage. I got one's a minister. One's in Ohio. He's doing well in and health, uh, work, and one of the keys. My my son, Skylar, the youngest one. He's kind of like he just wants to travel the world and have fun. He don't. He works at Starbucks. He goes on cruise ships, you know, and works. Any any of them um, following your path with music? Grace and my stepson. Yeah, he he does with the church. He does music. And my daughter, she's going to turn twenty one in a couple of days. She actually, I watch her Facebook posts, and she'll post. Where am I going to be? It's the words she posts. I'm actually copying. <laughs> a lot of her words are very, very mean a lot. You know, inspirational. Yeah. yeah, she's really she wants to go to Colorado. We'll see what happens. You know? Wow. Um, we <laughs> don't have much more time. Did you have something? Well, else? you can see I want all to play. my all my questions. So, what's next? I mean, we know you've got something you can't quite talk about in September. Um, you know, but down the road, are you going to keep writing and you're going to keep doing this? What's your favorite part about being a musician? Or an artist, musician. Being in front of a crowd. Okay. I mean, you go to my show, I walk out, I hand the mic to people. If they sing good, I just walk away, say, I'm going to go change the jaggy finish the song. Oh, my God, really? I mean, I just, I, I entertain people. I make sad song. You know, have I told you lately, we get them on stage to dance. We, we, we do the, we, I just entertain. I'm an entertainer. Okay. And once that gets out there, today there's, you don't sell records. They steal on the internet. You, you, the, the industry, you can't sell records, so you can't make records. It's, 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 it's kind of all gone. People, the people want to see people entertain. Right. Right. So don't pay a hundred dollars to get a good seat to see you entertain because they want to watch you. And steal your record off the internet, but you still, and then you need to buy a shirt or something. That's where the money is. Right. I mean, okay. Licensing to commercials and movies, whatever. I mean, that's where the money is. The person itself. I want to see that person my, myself and watch him, and I'll pay to do that. Right. I'll get his music off the website. However, I got to do it. I'll go to Spotify and get it. Right. And I'll, for nine dollars and ninety nine cents or whatever, I can get that. And right. uh, but I, but I'll pay to see this person. You know, make on stage. Right. And that's it, where it's entertainment today. Yeah. And if people want to hire you for it, because you do large and small uh, venues and parties and things like that, they can also go to your website, Danny D Live. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, not the porn star. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't remember the date. The musician. What? The last Thursday of this month, we're going to be at Uptown Grill, and then the following okay. Friday, we're going to be yeah, at. I saw that. Um, where's Where's Uptown <coughs> Grill at? And I'll get the date. Commerce Commerce Township. Oh, okay, I think. okay. Yeah. So that would be um, the twenty sixth, which is the last uh, Thursday of May. Yeah, and then Friday the twenty seventh will be at Brownies. Oh, okay, okay great. That's, I got a boat there. We we played the Brownies. Oh, how fun yeah. is that? So. 
just in time for Memorial Day weekend plans. I know. So the 26th. Well, you've got a couple things that weekend, though, I think I saw on your calendar. He just, yeah, the 26th uptown. It's Thursday and then Friday. The 27th at okay. Brownies. And then June's book pretty much every week in July. So you go to DannyDLive.com. And the shows. whole schedule's there. Yeah, you can yep. see that. Yeah, or Facebook, you know, go to my Facebook. Great. Friend well, me, whatever. I, I tell you what, I um, I hope and you work sure on you the friend, book. Friend her, she's, <laughs> yeah. she seemed really upset about. I am. That. Are you friends with her? Are you friends? No, she doesn't like. No, me. I don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, we're not friends. She doesn't are like you guys us. Friends? I have a lot of real yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah, we're friends yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. But you're not friends no. with these. Well, no, I don't really like us. have Facebook. She just shows up on Wednesdays and pretends like we're friends. Yeah, brings us alcohol. Yeah, she's like, I like you guys, but not enough to add you on Facebook. Yeah. Oh gosh, I wanted to. Say one more thing. What can you? Any advice for him to start his process on the book? Well, I want to talk to you about the yeah. book. Yeah, you know what? I'll really? give you my card because yeah. I think you do have a great story. Yeah. I think it, it's a great story for adults, but it's you know it's getting that story or that message to kids. Kids too, and right. because it doesn't tell, matter what age you are, right? Right. And you know what? I mean, I, I, it is very inspiring what you've done and the way you put that way back in the background of you know, where you've gotten, but I do think it's inspirational. And I think that we could talk and um, I could at least give you some, no, you could give me a lot of pointers as well, but it's not that different than songwriting. You put your, you put your thoughts and your feelings and your idea down on paper and you work on it until it's as good as it can be. And then you find somebody who wants to publish it. Well, I, I never got good marks in English. So. You, know, you know what? Well, there's a lot of editors. Well, I know a couple of great so editors. Wait, I could put we it down. We have but... one. We have a really good one that we can refer you to. Yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. You yep. know, that could be somebody he could work with. Absolutely. And could really help, you know, yep. help put your story down I, I on love paper. That. I mean, she's fantastic. Yeah. Whatever it took, that would be great. I would yeah, love she's that. our CEO and she has a side yeah. company and does that for other people. And yeah. um, that's something. She's got that know. good uh, English communication yes, background. Oh, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love that. It'd be great. Excellent. Anything else, Danny D? You got coming up that you want to share or plug? Because we're going to have to. DannyLive.com, go to shows. We're going to be uh, Campus Marshes coming up in oh, August 11th for the lunch thing. A lot of other things in between. Uh, that's never give a great up on place. your dreams. Go we should forward. put that on our calendars. Move, groove, rock and slide. Rock and slide. Move, groove, rock and roll, mom's apple pie. Don't ever give up. Uh, love I it. love it. Love it. Danny D, last call. Go and, no, uh, we're going to um, end it with... We are going to end the show today with The One That Got Away by mm. Danny D. And the it's off got the away. last call. Do you have some someone that got away, Jackie? No. Okay. Mm-mm. I always thought if I let Bob get away, he would be the one that got away. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Right. <laughs> sure. Why didn't you think of that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Well, we do want to r- leave you with this. Sometimes your only available transportation is the leap of faith. Yep. Thanks for taking the leap, Danny D. Yes. Thank you, Danny D. Okay. And good luck with everything. Yeah. And we got to get that song to America Beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Still Budweiser. the beer in the whole damn world. There you go. <laughs> wow. That's a good jingle. Yeah. Huh. Don't you ever it? hide, and don't you ever hide your American pride. Oh I could hold up a can of beer as I'm, as I'm jerking the And we can sit and, next to you and drink the beer. Right. Yeah. And if you drink this, this is what the, you know. they'll do. He's got a picture of himself on If you drink website. 12 of them, you won't do it anymore. Then. You'll be on the floor doing it. Anybody with threads, drink American. <laughs> oh. You know, really, you could be a great spokesman for... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I figured if this threat music thing work out i go into comedy so i'm working on yeah well like you say it's it's, it's a all, lot about entertaining right exactly well, i want to see a book 
I'd like to see a book. Yeah. I think you have I'm a in great, Vegas once great story. Carrot Top calls me on stage. There's Rod Stewart. So I start cracking jokes. He's, get out of here. stealing my shoulder. Like, <laughs> I love Carrot it. Top? That's awesome. <laughs> so we wound up hanging out that night, and uh, that was a good night. Wow. wow. All righty. We ready to play that? Mm-hmm. All right. So we well, happy hump day, and enjoy the rest of the week. The sun's coming out tomorrow. It is? Oh, yeah. 70. In my neck of the woods. All right, this is Danny D. We're closing the show with uh, the one that got away. Thanks, Danny D. Thank you. Okay. Live. I saw you just the other day. You were looking so good. Been such a long time, baby. Since you've been in the neighborhood. When we were together, it felt so right. We used to act like children Till the morning light Now I'm missing all the times I was loving you Holding you oh so tight Missing all the times we were hanging out on Saturday night We were young, we were wild, we were out of control God, I really miss those days Time slips away Then you wake up one day Wondering how it all went wrong I should have made you stay If I could go back in time You know that I would make you mine Just you and me forever That would be so fine Now I'm missing all the times I was loving you Holding you all so tight, missing all the times we were hanging out on Saturday night. We were young, we were wild, we were out of control. Gotta really miss those days. You and me, we were running free. Then we went our separate ways. Now when my mind goes back in time, I really wish I'd made you mine. ways now when my mind goes back in time i really wish i'd made you mine how i miss the one that got away
wish I'd made you mine How I miss the one that got away This is a previously recorded episode